Hey everybody, this is Natalie Griffin coming at you live from Naughty Shaman, and I'm super excited to talk with you today about a couple of common myths that I see, um, and their mechanisms really to keep us from living and creating the life that we want. And they're brilliant. Like these, these mechanisms that we have are so brilliant because when we talk about them, they sound awesome. Like you could be on the Ellen show or the Oprah Winfrey soul Sunday and super soul Sunday. And you would sound like you've got it all right. You know, the deep analysis of why you're the way you are and all the reasoning behind it and the connections. And you would sound so spiritually awesome, except that it's keeping you, believing in these myths is keeping you from living the life that you want. You're regurgitating something that you've heard and you haven't transferred the learning into action. And that's where it takes root, is in the actions, in our changes. When we change the way that we move through the world, we change the way we do things, everything changes. But if we don't bring it into our lives, then all of it is for naught. You know, the shamans say that all of our work has to grow corn. This is what my teacher Alberto Violdo said, and his teacher, everybody talks about this, that the spiritual work we do has to grow corn, meaning that it has to nourish us, has to nourish our lives. It has to nourish our community. If it makes our lives better, keep doing it. If it doesn't make your life better, stop. Go do the thing that makes your life better. So here's my favorite myth. It's that the question why is the most amazing, amazing question to ask. And that is an absolute lie. Why is like a downward spiral into hell. You're going to run around in there asking why, chasing why, and there are 5,273 reasons why. And none of them matter except for the one. So the only reason that somebody kind of trained in these shamanic coaching techniques would would go back, and the reason that we go back in time and ask the why is for one reason. It's to go get the diamond that's buried in the mine. You do want to make the connection. At the beginning of our journey, the question why can be helpful. It can be helpful in terms of understanding our origin, what created it, and then we have to stop asking why. I was talking to a woman the other day and she was so fascinated with the question why. She could tell me every nuance of family, dynamic, planetary, alignment, solar, eclipse, mala, chanting, chants that she's missed and why her life wasn't working out the way she wanted it to. She had 5,722 reasons why, and they all sounded spiritually amazing. And if I wasn't a me, I would have stared at her wide-eyed and be like, wow, you are amazing. Listen to all that wisdom. Except it isn't wisdom, it's knowledge. It's different. The reason or the question why is often for folks that have already kind of been digging through the muck of the past The question why is a bunny trail. It's a lost cause. We know the reasons why. You know, if you've been digging around on a spiritual journey for a while, you know your reasons why. You can tell them every way, backwards, forwards, upside down. You can talk about why. It's a less interesting question to me now. 
So here's the question to ask instead. Don't chase why. It takes you to the past and it can lead you down a bunny trail into the mine. And if you already have the diamond, if you already have the insight of why, you don't need to go back in the mine. Let the past go. Shed that skin. Burn that up in a fire. The question to ask is what do you want to create? What do you want to create? Now, most people will avoid that question like the plague because it's a difficult question to answer. It requires you to take time, spending time inside your own thoughts, inside your own heart, and getting real and raw with what is it that you want to create. This question takes patience. This question takes some tenacity of the soul. This question requires creativity and an open mind. And it also takes a lot of courage. Because the question, what do you want to create, puts the responsibility of your life solely in your hands. Which is where it belongs, if you think about it, you know? I've had days, trust me, I get it. Like, we all have moments where we wish (laughs) with everything in our heart to all that is holy in the world that someone else would be responsible for our lives. Can someone just come and rescue me? Get me out of this hell I've created. Can someone just come and tell me what to do? Boss me around. Take control of everything. And we would love to give our power away that, that way on some days. But we know... We know in our bones that that is not the way a wholesome, creative life goes. What do you want to create? You're here. Your soul came here to the planet with something in it, a calling. It came here to experience some things, and it came here to share something. And and that's our job to figure out. Nobody can figure that out for us. That's figuring out your dharma, figuring out what the heck you're going to do here to be of service. And so that's the question to ask. What do you want to create? So myth number one, just to recap, is that why is the super best question, and if you can talk around that, then you're really wise. It's not true. (laughs) I must have gotten an email or something cool. And so the second one that I hear a lot, and, and this one will block you dead in your tracks, and it's the myth of I don't know. I lived in this one for about eight years, I swear to goodness, with around one thing in my life that I just didn't know. But I do. I did know. I knew. I think that we are afraid of our knowing. I think we often actually do know the answer. And we don't like it. And I think that's what's hard. And that's why we talk ourselves into the I don't know, because it's just a little more comfortable. The discomfort of I don't know is socially acceptable. Everybody can talk about it and you can flounder around in an I don't know conversation at Starbucks and everyone will think you're awesome and they'll want to help and you'll feel so loved. And so I don't know is a great place to stay, even though it's uncomfortable. It's less uncomfortable than looking the truth in the face. That is for sure. When you're staring down the truth of your soul, it is sometimes wicked uncomfortable. And it is your salvation. When you know it, it doesn't mean you have to tell everybody about it. Sweet Mary, sometimes the truth in your soul has to stay private for a little while. No action required. No phone call to your BFF. But to look in your soul and see the truth eye to eye is required if you're leading a courageous and creative life. And so 
the I don't know, if you find yourself saying that a lot, I would invite you to take a deep breath. If you meditate, I would ask you to do that as often as possible. If you don't meditate, I would ask you to start. (laughs) Get some quiet time. There's some knowing in your bones. Your bones know. Your bones have been around. The stuff that makes up your bones has been around since the stars exploded. Let's face it. If we've learned nothing from physics, we know this. You do know. So making that quiet time is important. And get on with it. You know, the past is in the past. We hang on to it for a lot of reasons. And none of those reasons matter. It's never too late to drop it like it's hot. You know what I'm saying? It isn't too late. You don't need permission to forgive yourself. You don't need permission to forgive that guy, that gal, that moment, that parent. You don't need permission to forgive that. You can really do it and then let go. The forgiveness and release stage of the medicine wheel is one of the most powerful, and it can be very difficult It can be very difficult and happen in layers. And when you get to that place of just being able to let the past be in the past, honor it and move on. Move the hell on. You know what I'm saying? You've got your life. You can look in the rearview mirror for all of it if you want. Or you can look out the windshield where the beautiful green pastures are and an endless winding road. (laughs) I'd rather do that. I bet you would too. All right, lovies, coming at you live here from the Nani Shaman HQ, where we like to keep the sacred a little bit wild and totally real.